Presented by WeshFinancial.com. This is Wealth Built to Last. Hey everyone, Marlon West here with West Financial, and I just want to welcome you to another show. The title of today's show is Breaking Up with Your Budget, Even If You've Had a Long Relationship with It. Um, let's just let's just talk facts. Budgets suck. You know, you've made them, I've made them, um, I've done them on legal pads with a pen, I have used Excel, I have downloaded apps, I've done anything and everything you could possibly do with your budget to make sure that I was staying on track with it. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, budgets are not the key to financial health. For whatever reason, uh, you know, whether you pick up a book or you've been to a seminar or you watch a video or what have you, financial gurus love to talk about budgeting. Budgeting, budgeting, budgeting. And I get what they're trying to say. I get that they're trying to put together a framework for making, for creating healthy financial habits, um, habits that stick, habits that can empower you. But unfortunately, all of that is just a myth. Budgets are not empowering documents. The act of budgeting is not an empowering process. And I think the fact that you're watching this and the fact that somehow somewhere in here and in here you feel that like yeah i don't feel great when i sit down to budget i feel constricted i feel uh, re- uh restricted to oh this is your little money for the month and this is everything you owe to your you know whoever you rent from your mortgage company your electricity your utilities your bills your credit card debt student loans what have you this is the money for you. You're welcome. But mm, here's your bills. Give me the money back. And for whatever reason, and I don't actually know the psychology behind it, but budgeting enforces a psychology of scarcity. This is all that you have to live with. Deal with it. Ugh, deal with it. And so that is the reason why I broke up with Uh, my budget a long time ago. I do not budget. I do not budget. I don't have a spreadsheet for it. I don't have a legal pad for it. Uh, I broke up with my budget and you should too. Now, just because I broke up with my budget doesn't mean that I'm not tracking my money. I'm just not using a budget to do that. Here's the thing. Budgets not only carry that harmful psychology of uh, of lack um, and, you know, just kind of being paralyzed and overwhelmed with the problem of, oh, my God, what I owe, uh, my obligations, they are so high and I have such little money to pay them with. Not only does it have that harmful psychology, but budgets literally keep you blind. It keeps you blind to uh, um, the actual activity that you have with your money. What do I mean by that? Well, budgets, what it really is, is a wish list. I know that I have this income coming in, and I know that these are my obligations. And if I was a good boy, if I was a good girl, I would literally spend no more money than this. Right? It's a wish list. 
It's not reflective of what actually happens. How do I know that? Because we routinely overspend. We re routinely go over our budgets. And then what happens? Then we feel bad about ourselves. Like, oh, I messed up again. Gosh, man, I can't believe I overdrafted another time. I can't believe I'm underwater again. I suck at money. I suck at my finances. It doesn't matter how much money I make. I suck at my finances. And I just want to make this really clear. This is not a poor person's problem. This is not a problem that only affects people that just aren't making good money. Far from it. I don't care who you are or what level your income is. The fact of the matter is this. As we make more income, our, our standard of living rises to meet the income we bring in. You could be making half a million dollars a year and still be overspending on your budget. This is not an income issue. This is a habit issue. This is a mindset issue, okay? I want to make that really clear. This is not an issue of I don't have enough money. This is a completely different issue. And because it's a different issue of versus I don't have enough money, budgets can't solve that. Here's the thing. The idea that uh, what's even more is that budgets don't provide accurate data set for you to make decisions. Budgets don't provide an accurate data set for you to make decisions. Uh, I am zealously outcome focused. If you have watched any other shows, listened to any other things that I've been on, I always talk about that you need to be outcome focused and purpose driven. Budgets don't reflect any outcome uh, uh, any outcome that you you have intentionality towards. Budgets just reflect my obligations my income to fulfill those obligations, okay? So what's the other thing you should do? Well, one, you need to stop beating yourself up about not staying on budget, um, about overspending, about not being able to you know, get it right no matter at what income level you are. Quit beating yourself up about that because it's not your fault. It's really not your fault. Somehow along the way, the tools that at one point we did have uh, to, to actually control our spending, to, to work with our finances with intentionality, that kind of got pushed to the wayside. And I feel ridiculous as a millennial to blame technology for it, but I'm coming here to blame technology for it. Because what did we used to do? Back before the back uh, before the apps and before all the different ways that we make budgets now, what did we used to do? At the end of the month, we would take our little checkbooks, we would have a register, and we would go at our accounts, look at our account statements, and we would look at everything that we spent. We'd start with the balance, right, a beginning balance, and then we um, um, annotate the ending balance, and we'd go and write everything that we spent everything that was debited, everything that was credited to those accounts, right? But we don't do that anymore because bank online banking is so easy, it's quick, it reconciles your checking accounts and your savings accounts, it does it like this, it does it continuously, right? So you never go through the process of reconciling um, the statements yourself. So you have all this data that exists, but you never actually insert yourself into the process of analyzing what happened and why it happened.
That's why I broke up with my budget and I started utilizing a process that I call a cash flow management plan. What do I mean by that? In many ways on the surface level, you can look at a cash flow management plan and say, well, I don't see how that's any different from a budget. Of course, it also states your income that you have going in, coming in, and you, it also states your obligations um, that should go out. But more importantly than just stating that, it actually actively reflects the activity that you take day in and day out. Why is this so important? I'll tell you why. When you look at a budget and you overspend on your budget, immediately you start feeling those feelings, right? That I messed up, you know, and if, and depending on your, your internal, your self-talk, it can get even more, a little more uh, critical than that. Like you're an idiot. You are this, you are that, like, how could you do this again? In that frame of mind, in, in that financial psychology, if you will, there is literally no room for problem solving because it's a downward spiral of just beating yourself up. I had a, I have a coach, uh, a, a business coach that always says, uh, when I come, come, come to them with um, issues in my business that I wanna get, get rectified, they always say, bring me the data, not the drop. So that's exactly what you need to do with your finances. Bring the data, not the drop. A cash flow management plan brings the data. Okay, because what it does, it doesn't just say that, you know, you have this, this is your check for the month, and this is what you owe to bills for the month. It does that, and it also says exactly, this is everything that left your account today, or today, uh, this week, this month, what have you. Um, this is the dollar amount. This is where it went to. And as you look at that data, you can ascertain, like, Holy, sh you know what? You know, I one found out that I still got a ton of these subscriptions that I don't even use anymore. I can't believe that I'm spending on this stuff that I don't really need. I actually don't care about it. I'm not talking about choosing between whether you're buying avocados to make guacamole or whether you're just going to buy ramen noodles. <laughs> I guarantee you, I can go into any of your financial statements and find financial waste that really wouldn't tick you off to get rid of. I promise you I could do it. I could, I promise I could do it with myself right now because I know I click on things. I said, I just realized the other day that I have two subscriptions to Adobe, uh, uh, the Adobe suite. I have two subscriptions to it. One, I got subscribed uh, from my uh, from my uh, college account, um, my student my student ID. Somehow I subscribed to it then, and then I must have forgotten that I had that subscription because I subscribed to it again with my business account. So I've got two subscriptions to Adobe uh, uh, PDF Pro. Insane, right? Just like something stupid like that. That's I think it's like fifteen bucks a month or thirty bucks a month, something like that, and it's a small number. But I know that, that thing happens to me in a lot of different areas because it's so easy to pick up your phone and double click and it fills in your information. It's like that, right? That's just one. It's just one example of how you very well could be involved in things, have subscriptions, spend money in ways that. 
you know, you don't really think about, but it adds up. It adds up. So what a cash flow management uh, plan does is that it details literally everything you spend money on. And now you have the data to say, oh, my God, I don't need my Audible subscription. Like I thought I was going to become a better reader of books if I had this Audible thing. Turns out I just hate reading <laughs> and I just don't even listen to books if it's on tape, whatever. Or like when was the last time I actually watched Hulu? Like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was this one show that I watched it for. Like maybe I only watch Amazon Prime or Netflix. I'm giving you like ridiculous examples, but it's also the same thing for, you know, maybe associations that you're members of. Maybe it's your gym. Maybe it's 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 a social clubs or what have you. I'm not here to tell you how to make a list of things that you spend money on that you don't need. That's up to you. That is a personal thing. That's sort of personal issue, you know, and it goes actually beyond just spending money on things that you don't frequently use. It's also about spending money uh, on things that, to be honest, brings no value to you. And, 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 and you can literally look at your cash flow management plan and see where your priorities lie, right? Budgets don't reflect what your priorities are. They just reflect your obligations. Your cash flow management plan reflects where your priorities lie. Once you have that data, that's the time for you to have a conversation with yourself. Like, where do my priorities lie? What did I say at the beginning of this show? You've got to be outcome focused and purpose driven, right? We get so caught up in the how, right? How are we going to do this? How, 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 how? Do I need a budget? Do I need to refinance uh, my mortgage? Do I need to consolidate student loans? Do I need to do this? Do I need to buy life insurance? So how, 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 how? We get so caught up in the mechanics and stuff. I'm here to tell you, like, none of that stuff matters. They, uh, are they useful tools? Absolutely. Do I use them every single day to, uh, to bring amazing outcomes to my clients? Absolutely. But I don't start with the mechanics. I start with the outcomes that my clients want and why they want those outcomes because that why is going to inform all my decision-making. You will find yourself fighting against solutions when I when people, whether it's some, a, a wealth advisor like myself or if you just sit down and say like, oh, I need to do this. I need to make a budget. I need to do, make a cash flow management plan. You will find yourself fighting with those people or yourself when they present you solutions because you haven't zeroed in on, <coughs> excuse me, what the outcome is that you want and why it's so important that you get those outcomes. If you don't zero in and get crystal clear on those things, nothing will work for you. Nothing will be a solution to you. It's like if I walked into your house and said like, Oh, do you, do you use this? Do you use that? Man, I bet you could put that on Facebook Marketplace and get a couple hundred bucks off of that. It's like, why are you coming into my house and telling me to sell my shit, right? <laughs> why are you telling me to do that? But if you were like, I know that if I had X amount of dollars, I could literally transform it to, you know, a six-figure, seven-figure nest egg in X amount of years. And I just need to make get that money like today so I'm able to do that. I guarantee you start looking around. It's like, what's some shit around here that I don't need, right? 
What do I need? What do I not need? I can get rid of that. I can get rid of that. You, it's empowering. It's empowering when you have an outcome at the end that you know is so important to you and you're focused with the purpose, your why, and why it's so important to you. It's empowering. People like me or, 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 or people in your friend group, money gurus or whatever that tell you, like, you need to stop wasting money. You need to stop spending money on silly stuff. Uh, uh, you know what you should do? You should make a list of everything you own and what you don't need and sell it. And then you can use that money to do something. That's not empowering. It feels like an attack. It's, it feels like you're telling me that I don't deserve the stuff that I've worked hard for. I don't deserve to go out to eat. I don't deserve to, you know, have entertainment. I don't deserve to wear decent clothes, right? That's what it feels like. Of course it does. Because it's not coming from you. It's coming from an exterior force telling you like bad, bad, bad you. This is what you need to do to change. I am not down. This is why I literally, literally like detest all these money gurus. Because it makes you feel bad. and. As, <laughs> as, as, a, as a person who has experienced, uh, has gone through the experience of someone making them feel bad in order to do some behavior modification, I can tell you, long term, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. What works is empowerment. Listen, if you struggle with uh, your, your budgeting, you're struggling with your finances and you just, you know, at the at the crux, at the core of everything, you know, you just know that you want to take the money that you have today and you just want to make it into more money. You want to find more money in your budgets. You want to uh, pay less in your expenses and you want to earn more from your investments. If that's what you want, I want to invite you to reach out to me and my team and book a, a free breakthrough call. It's my family money plan. Uh, dot com slash talk and we'll get on the phone for 45 minutes or so and we'll and we'll go through what's working with your finances what's not working with your finances and how we can close the gap to get you to those outcomes that you want it's myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk it's a free call reason why i do these calls is because frankly you know my purpose in life is to help people like yourselves live the lives that they want to live and live it on their own terms right so that's really important that that you have a plan you have a strategy you have a process that's able to give you those outcomes that you're so desirous of all right that's it for today thanks for watching thanks for listening and i'll talk to you next time if you're enjoying our show Follow West Financial on our social channels and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And as always, our breakthrough sessions are completely free. So schedule yours today at myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk.